That was an uncomfortable path yeah. you just walked down. Yeah, that isn't even the spanking part. Welcome to Let's Rewatch, the show where we like to watch movies we loved in our youth and see if they're actually still any good. I'm Nick. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. I'm Ash. Am I in this? <laughs> <laughs> That's Bryce. Bryce, you sound annoyed today. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you have to talk into the mic. Only if I want to be in the podcast. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So this <laughs> off to a great start. <laughs> this is stellar podcasting, guys. So this time around, we are hesitatingly approaching a movie called The Substitute. Uh, this is a movie that Brett has brought to the table because this represents a family tradition for you, Brett. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was like an accidental family tradition every year. For like five or six consecutive years, this movie just happened to be what what we put in the VCR, picking at random from the pile of VHS tapes uh, on Thanksgiving. And uh, as a child, I just remember like, this was the thing. This is the movie that's on at Thanksgiving, The Substitute. And by gosh, that's all I remember. Uh, (laughs) Well, not all I remember, but... uh, I want to know if it was good or super, super, super racist. And that's why I'm bringing it to the party today. Do you do you <laughs> oh, want God. to know or do you already know? Because I, I feel like you already know. I don't. And you just want to see our reactions. <laughs> yeah, this is, I torture you with beverages. Now you're torturing. That occurred movies. to me. Let's drink is all about you inflicting drinks on people. Yeah. So I guess Brett is inflicting. So it occurred to me as I was doing the little intro, we watch movies that we loved in our youth. Is this that? Yeah. Did you love this in your youth? So I I can draw because if it's because right now, let me tell you right now, because if it's racist, <laughs> you're gonna have a problem answering this question. No, this is I can draw I can draw the line of uh, as a, as a youngster Thanksgiving. Uh, was and still is my favorite holiday. Um, And it wasn't directly because of this movie, definitely not. Uh, But because this movie is tied in with my favorite holiday, uh, I do have positive memories of it, but I don't know. (laughs) What you're saying is this movie is as good as cranberry sauce. In which case, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, like, well, uh, some people like cranberry sauce. I suppose. <laughs> Although, you know, we haven't watched this movie yet. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah. maybe. But, we seem to be coming down on it pretty hard. Well, I was, okay, I was, for like 10 minutes ago, I was coming down on it not hard at all. And then the three of us are sitting here, and I turn to Bryce, and I say, I've never seen this movie. And he says, I've never seen this movie. And Nick says, I've never seen it either. So I say, all right, let me pull up the trailer. And oh my god! So I so Nick, know. you watched the trailer? I know. No. Okay. No, I I actually had my headphones on hunting for <laughs> this this thing I'm trying to find. I'm glad you didn't wise. watch it because I'm sure I'm sure there's no real spoilers <laughs> in the trailer. I didn't even get the whole way through. I just watched like 30 seconds of it. 
Yeah. I imagine it being like, um, what's the one with, um, all right, I'm going to ask several questions to get to this. She played Catwoman. Her name is? Michelle Pfeiffer. She was in a movie where she was like, there's the inner school, inner city school and the kids are all bad. And she's the teacher who turns the school around. I mean, haven't we seen this story multiple times? Like, isn't there another one like that too? There's probably some like that. There's, there's, I don't even know if that's what this movie is, but that's what I see in my mind. It's in the, it's, it's a plot line that goes in and out of the award cycle. Uh, You know, troubled youth teacher comes in to help. This movie is a lot like that, except not at all like that. Okay. Interesting. Okay. That's all I got from what I saw of the trailer. Yeah. Well, there was a little, there was a little more, but I just assumed that she was exaggerating. Uh, Maybe not. I don't know. Basically, she's. Should I say it? Has Sam? Have you seen this movie? What? What the substitute? Yeah. No, I haven't even seen the trailer. Yeah, this is. I think this is just me bringing a new movie to the group. I literally only know the title at this point in time. Okay, I won't say anything then. I have a feeling it has a dark twist. But okay. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared for this. <laughs> I don't know. So the last movie Brett subjected me to was Training Day, and I pretty much despised it. Training so, Day is a good movie. Whoa, oh, my I God. I love Training uh, Day. I've in never fact, seen it. Tom Berenger was in Training Day. <laughs> so you'll love this movie. Great. Oh, I freaking love Training Day. fantastic. <laughs> So let's put this movie in a little bit of context. It was directed by Robert Mandel. Wow. Yes, who I was surprised to find is the was the director of Independence Day. Oh. No, the Independence Day from 1983. Oh. No, clearly not the Independence Day. Yeah, I was looking at his list. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> yeah, some completely <laughs> other movie called Independence Day. Is that is that like the historical Independence Day? No, it's like I, I didn't read too close. I think it's like small town farmer or something, whatever. I didn't go that deep with it. Cows claim independence yeah. from farmers. <laughs> but he also directed FX, Big Shots, and School Ties. Oh, FX, the whole network? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that gives you kind of an idea of the sort of uh, filmmaker we're dealing with. I've heard of none of those. Yeah, so no, it doesn't. <laughs> But there are some good actors in this. I mean, I think we were dogging a little bit on Tom Berenger being like the guy who nobody really knows who he is. Yeah, who is that? But he's not like, you know, clearly he's not that recognizable, but he's been in some really good stuff. I know you guys have heard me talk about Eddie and the Cruisers and how much I love that. Um, but he was in some more recognizable stuff. He was in Platoon. He was in Major League. I think Major League is probably the thing that he's known most for. Everybody's just kind of nodding because they don't watch baseball movies. I, no. I've seen baseball. that movie, but th- I that's the only th- words I can say about it. I don't remember it. <laughs> I, I don't remember that movie, and I don't know if I've ever seen it, but I love baseball. so Major League was pretty popular at its time. Um, what's the Charlie Sheen baseball movie that that made fun of it? Uh, the Angels or, in the Outfield? Or no, Charlie Sheen's not in that. I am drawing some really serious blanks here. Movies. But yeah, I think, you know, like there was Hot Shots that made fun of Top Gun, and I think there was oh. another one that made fun of Major League. Oh, interesting. I'm going to have to look this up because I might be way off base. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's the name of the movie, Off Base. <laughs> off base. 
Um, and Tom Berenger was also in Training Day, but I don't even remember what he was. I think he was there. Was the old guy, but not that you would. That's that's not a clue enough. Well, he was also the old guy in Inception, if that helps. You know, the old guy. The old guy. Hmm. But um, there were weren't there quite a few old guys. A few older folks in there. Um, William Forsyth is in this, which is another one of those guys who's not terribly recognizable, but I really dig William Forsyth as being like the, the slimy bad guy. Um, wow. That's an amazing last name for someone who's a slimy bad guy too. Yeah. It kind of fits, but he was fantastic in raising Arizona. One of the, the brothers that broke out of prison. He was John Goodman's brother. Hmm. Interesting. Wait. Um, I don't remember that part of Raising Arizona. The other bad, wait, bad guy, right? Yeah. I remember that from um, the other Coen Brothers movie, the, the old-timiness. So today is brother, oh, Friday, listeners. Oh, oh, brother, where are you? Thank you. Everyone has just complete brain fry today. No one <laughs> yeah, can think of a single rough. damn thing. Uh, uh. <laughs> Now, he, he wasn't the guy on the motorcycle in Raising Arizona. It was the two brothers who broke out of prison who came to live with them in their trailer and ended up claiming the baby for themselves. Nobody remembers this. Hmm. It's but, been a really long time since I've seen that movie. But he was also in Dick Tracy as Flat Top, and he was in The Rock. I think he was one of the federal agent guys. So not terribly recognizable, but... When you see a slimy blonde guy in this movie, that's who I'm thinking of. Okay. Is he going to be um, like visibly just slimy? Covered in lube, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything I've seen him in, he looks pretty slimy. Oh, shit, the oh. pizza. Guys, can you get it? Pause for pizza. Pause for pizza. So we've got two guys in this movie who are kind of like fairly interesting that guys. But then the third person who I think is interesting. I think is one of might be the king of the that guys. Luis Guzman is in this movie. What? Ooh. Who's that? What? <laughs> He's one of those that guys. You, you need know to, Luis. You Guzman. need to pronounce it like they do on Community. Luis, Luis Guzman. Guzman. Yeah. Guzman. Um, he was in Boogie Nights. You'll you'll definitely recognize him from Boogie Nights. Um, he was in because I've Mon- seen Boogie Nights. We've had this discussion. I've never seen Boogie Nights. You, oh, you have seen Boogie Nights without audio at Nick's yeah. party. It was yeah. weird. Who's, Out of context, but, it was a strange movie to watch at a party. Yes. We, we, we've talked about that <laughs> in the podcast. That was not but the hey, best choice. It was very memorable, and we are still talking yeah. about it, so I'll give yeah. you that. Who's who's the guy? Oh, you know what? I'm not even going to ask that question. That's a fucking rabbit hole. Uh, Louise, <laughs> I was trying to think of like how Ash would know Louise Guzman. There's like two like Latino dudes that were in movies in the 90s that weren't Danny Trejo. And I think I know who he is Luis now. Guzman is the, the fatter one. Yeah, you'll definitely recognize him. And I'm looking at the, the few movies that I picked out that I don't know that Ash has seen. Carlito's Way, The Hard Way, Count of Monte Cristo. <gasps> I love The Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, yeah. That, that version was fantastic. Um, the one with Jim Caviezel um, and Luis Guzman was Jacopo. Yeah. yeah. We should watch and, it. I would love to go back to that. I really enjoyed that. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I looked him up. He's like king of the fat guys. <laughs> yeah. And it was funny. I was looking at him on IMDb. He was actually in an episode of Sequest playing a character called General Guzmano. Wait, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. 
Are you playing Luis Guzman music? No, no, damn. Alexa! <laughs> Alexa, you dumb bitch! <laughs> Don't you dare cut this out of the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was in an episode of Sequest, and he played a character called General Guzmano. Oh, wow. Which seems incredibly lazy to have <laughs> Luis Guzman play General Guzmano. I think it's amazing. Yeah. You look like a Guzman. <laughs> and also, apparently, Ernie Hudson is in this. So at least we'll see one friendly face. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I don't quite know what to expect. Like, I've definitely heard of this movie, and it never really seemed like something I would be interested in watching. <laughs> so. I don't know if this is going to be good. Out of the out of the videotape VHS options print that this was mixed in with. What were your other options? Do you remember? So, there was a a just a random pile of uh like action movie uh rated R whatever. I don't even know if the, this one's got to be rated R. Uh so I don't know what else was in Arthur there. Reese's. I know we had like a copy of Pulp Fiction and we had uh, a ton so of- good, good friendly family films. A ton of Arnold movies. And Terminator, right? Um, I am really afraid this is going to be a bad movie and I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. want it to be. <laughs> I'm imagining this Thanksgiving where you're sweeping aside Pulp Fiction, no, Terminator, yeah. no, like these amazing movies. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> This is the Let's one he chose. The substitute. Can we look up what was the VHS cover for the substitute? Because <laughs> that's, I mean, that had to be. Is, uh, are there boobs on what, it? Because God damn it, it, Brett. Tell me whether he has patches on his elbows or not. Because in my mind, he's wearing a, a brown corduroy jacket with patches on the elbows. It's this like, one. Like teachers. He just looks all serious and is like a teacher with a gun on the desk. Oh, shit. Oh, you can't it's see heavy. his elbows. That looks boring. Why'd you pick this one? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So here's... That's a long gun. Yeah. <laughs> is that a silencer? Well, Behringer. Uh, my my only so hope is that uh, I think so far I have 100% likes on the movies I've brought to the podcast. And... And here, here it comes. Wait, what does that mean? You have 100% likes? Oh, like, like everybody, everybody, everybody liked them. Uh, Everybody meaning the five of us? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, and there- I didn't know we were keeping score. I just I just noticed- It's just a dig at me for picking Legend. Um, <laughs> but but it's I, I picked movies that might suck. Like uh, uh, Total Recall could have been bad. It really so you, could, it had that you potential. You took risks. And I, you know, Legend was- a terrible piece of filmmaking, but I enjoyed watching it. <laughs> I want to I go back and tally up score now. I know. Oh, now damn it, Brad. I didn't Look mean to do that. Done. I didn't mean to do that. Oh. Well, maybe Nick will finally listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always the first one to listen to the podcast. I just thought today, I forgot today was release day. <laughs> anyway. So what are you expecting, Ash? I Well, I originally was expecting an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie and was deeply disturbed to discover that he's not in this film um i'm so sorry <laughs> i don't know why i thought that for some reason i was just under that impression um i had zero impression of this movie because i'd never heard of it nor seen it 
And just from watching the trailer, I'm not expecting good things. <laughs> Definitely not great. I don't know, though. It seems like the movie could have a twist that could be interesting. So I guess we'll see. From what you described to me of what you saw of the trailer, you didn't see much of what what the movie what actually happens. Is. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't think Michelle Pfeiffer pulled out a gun. No. <laughs> so what do you expect, Sam? Oh, my God. Well, if I hate a training day, I'm probably going to hate this. And I'm probably going to hate everything that you guys like about it. <laughs> and, yeah, I don't know. I'm scared. This is dark. <laughs> yeah. Sam Sam wants to hate this. I don't want to hate it. I see it in your eyes. You do not. No. I really hope that you love it. Oh, my <laughs> God. And it's, like, super racist, and I somehow don't see it. I'm like, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> or worse, it's like, that was super racist, but dang, that was a good movie. <laughs> oh. I mean, when you preface the movie with, it's probably really racist, like, uh, what are we supposed to expect, Brett? Are we supposed to be like, I mean, no, I think you're wrong. Nobody's ever made a racist movie before. <laughs> but racist in the sense that it's going to be like stereotyping, right? Race, no. Race, no. Uh, <laughs> no, oh no. I, I can't say it without spoilers. But Brett, I, what does this say about your family? I'll I'll open I'll open <laughs> the second half with with my my summary of the movie and then you can agree or disagree. <laughs> okay. I mean, could you say Breakfast at Tiffany's was racist but still good? Why was it racist? Because the of racist the Mickey Rooney character. Mickey Rooney, the, yeah. The yeah. Chinese character that Mickey Rooney played. Oh, but yeah. he's like for 5 seconds, right? He's not <laughs> in the film that long. Look at you defending racism. He's only no. really really racist for a little bit of time. Ash, he, he put the bait and you took it. Just I know. Don't. I know. I I love Breakfast at Tiffany's the book, so I have a hard time like distinguishing the difference between the film and the book. Oh, the book is like okay. way better. So I have a question about this in filmmaking. So Gone with the Wind is like one of the best movies of all times, right? I've never seen it. I did not enjoy it. Okay, it's on list. So so, it's, so no, it's on the list, AFI list. It's in the top ten or whatever. Isn't that movie like um, so long? It's okay. That's not the point of the question. The point of the question is like the main characters are all fighting for the Confederates. So they're racist and they want to keep slavery. Right. But why is it okay? I'm confused. Because the main characters are racist, but the movie itself doesn't offend living people. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of like, that's an interesting. Hmm. Point because, like, with Breakfast at Tiffany's, it was the filmmaker's choice that made that film racist, but the script itself isn't racist, right? It's the fact that Mickey Rooney, yeah, they were like, let's, let's take this character that could have been totally fine and make yeah. him super, super racist. And then, which is why I was like, what? It's not right. And then I was like, oh, I forgot that that was Mickey Rooney, but like, you know, the character itself isn't if it was okay. right. I, right? I, I it's like, been a long time since I've seen it. I like it. what you're saying, and by your logic, and and not a lot of people would would be on board with this, but in the eight, in the <laughs> wait, eight, here we go down the rabbit hole. In the A team, when Hannibal dresses up as a Chinese guy as a disguise, that is racist. Yeah. <laughs> by your logic, cultures are not costumes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's probably racist. I haven't seen that, 
but I'm going to guess yes. I just want to say my problem with Gone with the Wind is it's got this intermission in the end. So I like I, in the end, not in the middle. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> I was an intermission really in the middle. Confused. And I felt like I watched the movie, and then the movie was over, and they forgot to turn off the cameras. Oh yeah, I remember you told like, me. Like everything after the intermission, I'm like, wasn't the movie already done? Like the story was complete and over, and it kept going for that, some reason. It's two really movies. How I oh felt yeah, about Wicked. Where it just kept going. And I was like, I thought this was, I was done. I <laughs> was we ready done. to leave. You guys didn't turn off the cameras. People people wanted to, like, people's lives were really boring when Gone with the Wind came out. And so yeah. they're like, we're not done with this. Like, it's got to be twice as long or people are just going to go back home and be sad. Well, because it was the 30s and they liked longer movies. The same is true in India with Bollywood films. They feel like if they're under three hours, you're getting gypped. In the and they're still long. Yeah, you can't say crazy. chip. That's racist. racist. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> full circle. Race. I'm sorry, I don't I know. Think, I think that's all of us then, except for Bryce. We'll see if Bryce says anything. So what are you uh, expecting, Bryce? You've got an opportunity to knock this one out of the park right now. Choose your words wisely. So I mean, I really liked the sketch when Key and Peele did it, but I I'm having a hard time imagining them stretching it out for a full movie. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna rewatch Song of the South. I mean, the substitute. Um, oh man, Brett bought that from the flea market a couple months ago. By the I way, kind of, I'm really interested in seeing it. Me too. I, I kind of Can am I just too. Edit it out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna rewatch the substitute. It is available on uh, Amazon streaming, iTunes, and Google Play. And if for some reason you want to watch The Substitute, go ahead and pause the podcast, watch it, and join us when we're done. This podcast, the worst movie, this, 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 this podcast will run for a hundred years. That was the worst movie we ever have or ever will watch on this podcast if it runs for a hundred years. That was the worst movie we ever have or ever will watch on this podcast if it runs for a hundred years. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's quite the assessment. Nick, I've got I've got worse movies yeah, for you. Yeah, I strongly disagree. And we will not watch them. <laughs> If there's anything as a possible candidate for anything that comes close to or worse than this movie, we will not watch it. <laughs> See, I might be the outlier here because it was better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I agree. No, I totally agree. I thought it was going to be way worse. I, I mean, it. it's not great. It's not great, but... All right, so my My assessment... Uh, is that it's a it's the dumbest fucking movie and nothing makes sense. Nothing but makes it was sense. very fun to watch. I, I yeah. would like to propose making a new category of films called dude flicks. Mm. And this is a dude flick where it's like story doesn't matter, guns, pew 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 pew, yeah. muscles, and drugs. Here's here's why you're so right about that. Because in <laughs> in the end, when he hit Ernie Hudson in the face and he dropped dead. Bryce and I both knew that what had happened is he had pushed his nose bone into his brain. I knew Ash, this as well. Ash did not know that. Do you know why? Because Ash was never a 15-year-old boy. 
we knew that maneuver because 15-year-old boys know that maneuver. Well, okay, <laughs> hold on, hold up. It's a 15-year-old boy movie. It, I, but it, but in my defense, his nose looks perfectly normal. You like, do not have to defend yourself. You hold no shame from a movie. If, if you don't know that maneuver, you should hold no shame. You should not know that. No, I do know that maneuver. Okay. I do. I took martial I arts. Like I, I thought he broke his neck, so. Yeah, yeah I, I thought that he, like, <laughs> hit him so hard that he hit his head on the thing or something. His nose looked totally normal. And they did the, like, slow-mo freeze frame on him long enough for me to see his face. So, I don't know. Yeah. So, Yeah. It's, that's so, the yeah. substitute, guys. So I want to I want to volunteer this. I think you could take this movie. You don't have to change a word of the script. You don't have to change the staging, the lighting, or anything. You don't even have to change any other actor at all. All you need to do is swap Tom Berenger for Adam Sandler, and this becomes an entirely <laughs> different movie. Oh my and God. it might be fun uh, as shit. Yeah. I, I don't know that. how different that movie would be. No, I, I would get play it. As an Adam Sandler movie, it would. I, and, I and get it. Would it would be on par with so the wedding awkward. Singer. Yeah. Oh man, I see it. I really, the, uh, I really worry about you, Brett. That this, this was the movie you grew up on every single year. There's, there's tits. There's guns. There's awkward the, sex scenes. The tits part, I, I remember that every time there was Brett. Hands over your eyes, and <laughs> and then they would fast forward through it. Wow, I've never wanted to cut away from a sex scene because, so bad because the boot. <laughs> no, not the strip joint. The Tom Berenger in his purple Hulk shorts, right, 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 right. <laughs> like no, but- rubbing his lips all over her face. Oh, it was so gross. It was, it was so the best. Gross. That was like one of my favorite parts. It was so good. The fact that your family was like. Don't look at the boobs, but go ahead and look at them shooting tons of people and rolling around in cocaine. That part's okay. So did you notice that he was driving the car he crashed after? Oh, you're right. (laughs) He was. (laughs) Did you notice that she broke initially the other leg than the one that the cast was on? No. (laughs) Did Did she? Yes. did you notice the, in the scene where he shot open the briefcase that he shot it open and then it cut and it was fine and he, and he closed it open? Again? Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice that the guy, the the Hispanic guy with the man bun on the team, man bun, was yeah, basically we wearing the same shirt that Tom Berenger was wearing, but with the sleeves ripped off? Yes. <laughs> well, or did you notice? That when Man Bun was using the spyglass, his perspective was exactly the same as it was <laughs> when they cut to him without using the spyglass. They could only Did afford you notice one lens. That yeah. he was using the binoculars sideways and only looking through one eyepiece of the binoculars. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that is not how you binocular. <laughs> Did you notice how uh, uh, the mercenaries looked like they uh, went on a panini date? They all got little panini. It's a that's me. so you could identify panini which work. ones were bad. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> ones who were bad, bad had slept makeup. on a panini maker. Yeah. Did you oh. notice what the fuck was happening in this movie with with, oh, with William Forsyth? 
Like, what was like? Which one was he again? The, with the glasses and the slimy blonde hair, and like, oh. suddenly he's a traitor. But then he's not a traitor. He was just having giggles. Oh, oh, that guy. Yeah. Like, because because remember, he hit him in the nuts earlier, and then he was like, ah ha ha! Now you get to be beat up. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I think when you're a mercenary, you get your kicks in strange ways. Or literally, you get your kicks. Or you get your kicks from a tall Native American. Because that's how it happened in this film. <laughs> so I know that I actually mentioned the A-team in the beginning, but I couldn't help watching this. This movie was the A-team. Oh, this movie yeah. was the B-team. Yes. <laughs> like There was somebody in need. They hired a team of mercenaries to come in. And the mercenaries solved a problem that mercenaries should never be involved with. Yeah. <laughs> and they Naturally. had a fucking insane guy on the team. The movie ends and I'm like, he's like, don't worry, we made the school a better place. And I'm like, did you? There's cocaine everywhere. You've like destroyed the school. It's, yeah. <laughs> like they shot bazookas. They lit a grenade off on the roof. There's, yeah. like There's two exploded men on the roof. <laughs> Yeah, that was a weird solve for that problem when Luis Guzman was shot and laying there and the other Boom. guy rolls up on him. I'm why, just going to blow us both up with a grenade. Why was he not wearing a bulletproof vest? I don't understand. Why? He's Luis Guzman. He, didn't, he just didn't think it was going to happen to him. <laughs> he just didn't. And when I think team of like super mercenaries, I don't know that I put Luis Guzman on that team. I know. Uh, I said that in the opening shot when they were all running into the water and I'm like, one of these things is not like the <laughs> others. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't know. I want him on my Merc team. He's pretty well, badass. Well, sure. So uh. he, so, so Behringer threw uh, three people out of, out of the upstairs window. Yes. I think it was four. No, I finish your thought, Brett. Uh, well, well and there were n no repercussions oh. or injuries. Like nothing, it, they never talk about it again. Because I thought you were going to point out, Brett, the thing that Ash was kind of saying. He threw three dudes out the window, but four dudes were on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah, like the, the, main bad, the main leader of that gang never got thrown out the window. But when he looks out the window, he's down there with those yeah, guys. Yeah, he's like downstairs already. But also, you're right, they were fine when they hit the ground. I totally thought him and that librarian were like going to make out, too. Yes, we said that. We're like, yeah. Yeah, we're, she's like, fuck it. And, yeah, and then like, they like smile at each other. I know. And then like an unknown amount of time later, he comes downstairs. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> something happened, guys. Yeah. I just like how this movie progressed. Like every now and then Ernie Hudson would walk out of his office See Tom Berenger, be surprised Freak that he's out. not dead, and go back in the office. <laughs> it's, it's like a it's like a Groundhog's Day. Like the groundhog comes out of his office, and if he sees Tom Berenger, then there's there's ten more minutes of the movie. <laughs> oh, he just so, wouldn't die. Interesting little phenomenon here. After the movie's over, we're just kind of flipping through movie trailers on the Apple TV. And we fit. We discovered. We just kind of stumbled across the movie I was trying to think of. Remember, the I was saying the movie that was making there, fun of. There's a movie that Charlie Sheen was in that made fun of Major League. Turns out that movie is Major League. It just is that. Movie. <laughs> it's the same movie. Tom Berenger <laughs> and Charlie Sheen are in a baseball movie. I thought they were making fun of itself. But no. <laughs> <laughs> it's the nexus That's of the awesome. universe. It's like the corner first and first. 
That's fantastic. I had lots of things prepared to say, and then the end of the movie happened, and somehow I feel like they're all not relevant anymore. It just kept going. It wouldn't stop. Okay, but like, definitely not racism free, but like, sure. not as bad as I thought it would be. So much less racist yeah. than I thought. Yeah. G- given given the whole like white savior like I'm I'm a mercenary and I'm gonna come into the school and teach those inner city kids a lesson like <laughs> that could have been really bad yeah well what's funny is that one teacher just called him out on being the white savior yeah. and I was like all right this is the one character in the movie that's making sense and then he very quickly stopped making sense. <laughs> As, like like calling it out makes it okay that you're doing it. <laughs> well, you know? I just like that a character was calling out the fact that, all right, this thing that we're doing in this movie is kind of bullshit. <laughs> but then everything spiraled anyway. Like, if you have an issue with the white savior thing in this movie, then you're just choosing one random piece yeah. of insanity <laughs> in an insanity stew. <laughs> Oh, what about it being a high school full of 30-year-olds? Yeah, <laughs> like, none of these kids and are I, even close to their teens. They didn't even try. I, I understand that there are dangerous inner-city schools, and maybe I'm being real ignorant here, but this seemed really cartoonish. Like, I can't yeah. imagine that there's a school that bad. Maybe in Detroit? I don't know. Well, maybe, okay, there's not a school that bad where even like the janitors and the security guards are in on the principal's drug scheme Uh, (laughs) that we know of but I I think that was the point of their whole like heartwarming the one scene where he like befriends the class was like oh yeah I guess they're they're all normal kids and it's just that one asshole in the back and his friends yeah but like they went out of their way to make the rest of the kids not bad yeah. Like they they devoted uh, they devoted a lot of boring time to that. Yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of that. And <laughs> did you notice? Did you did you notice? <laughs> there were metal detectors at the doors of the school, so nobody could bring a gun in. But Tom Berenger was loading up his bulletproof vest oh and God, gun right. in a classroom. You're yeah, so but you right. notice how after hours there was nobody there checking. Because that's when he almost got shot was when they ran in and nobody was checking the whatever but I metal detectors. But I think he didn't leave. Like I think that was the, the same car. day, though. You guys want to go you, real make sense theories? <laughs> the gang with the guns and the principal were working together. Those metal detectors weren't on. Uh, well, no, because the gang ran through it and the metal detectors went off. Yeah. Oh, they did? Yeah. I didn't remember that. You're saying it's security he, theater? He like brought him in on another 9/11. day. because Yeah, knew. their security guys actually were f- yeah. with guns attacking in the library. Like, the security guys are in on it. Yeah, at first I was like, those security guys are doing a shitty job catching them. And then they catch up and they've got guns. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Same team. Mm-hmm. Mm. So how, how shitty do you think... Um, because I don't even know her name, but broken leg lady. How shitty do you think she'd feel to like find out like, oh, hey, honey, I've actually been teaching your class and been doing like a way better job than you. Even though that's your profession. Yeah. How shitty would that make you feel? Instead, she's just like, yeah, I know the feeling. You felt like you were teaching them. It's like, wait, no, no, I think I'd be pissed. 
Yeah, totally. And it, it, but because of their incredible lack of chemistry, I know uh, that scene came off as super sarcastic. And he was like, it almost felt like, and she's like, like maybe you were teaching them. And <laughs> like, and pause for a moment, take out Behringer, put in Adam Sandler, and you got yourself a scene. Oh, it's so good, Nick. I want to see that movie. Yeah, I would watch that movie. Uh. You would watch this again with Adam Sandler? Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Netflix, yeah. hook it up. <laughs> but they'd have to do even more like ridiculous shit that didn't make any sense. Like even more like the Dude, cast. They no, have like a fucking fight in like mountains of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Were they not high as fuck? How? See, I'm not even proposing they reshoot anything. I'm saying just like, just digitally, digitally composite insert. Adam Sandler's performance into this movie. Oh my god, <laughs> Bryce! Bryce. <laughs> I'm your new teacher. We have the technology. Is Bryce about to say Bryce, something? Bryce, Bryce, you can do it. No, no, he's distancing himself. <laughs> I think it, was, it feels like they went out of their way to make every single one of the fight scenes and shooting scenes and every second of this film as awkward as possible. <laughs> yeah. uh, like the, the rope climb fight. Oh my, oh my God. God. That was the, the best. The guy on the ground trying to pull the two ropes together so the other guy could kick him. Right. Or the, uh, what, whatever sport that was. Highlight. Oh my God. Yes. They have yeah, a scene with a highlight court. And they, he actually hit him with the ball. And yeah. he looked like it hurt. He was like, oh, yeah. ow. I was saying like, how he's like. the like, weeniest, like, ugh. Yeah, yeah, like he's like, if you watch this movie, he's actually like the worst mercenary. He like <laughs> winces when he gets hit by the ball. He wears like, he stashes the gun in full plain sight of all those guys in the library. And then like, what was he expecting? Of course he's going to go for the gun. Like, what if he shot him in the head? The movie would have been over. Yeah. Or like, through clever framing, we didn't see his full exposed body on the bookshelf on the bottom shelf. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, you're, you should have died there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's that movie logic. Yeah. You know, if cars get into an accident, they explode. If you shoot a person with a bulletproof vest, you don't shoot them in the head. Yeah. For just- some reason. It's just movie logic. Like in a movie, bulletproof vest means you're impervious to bullets 100%. Yeah. They have an invisible force field around your head. Can I just say, side note, that's something that really bothers me about the, what is it, Wonder Woman? Is it the new Wonder Woman trailer? Sure. She like, I I haven't even seen the trailer. I've just seen like a gif of this one part. But she blocks a bullet with her armband thing. And Uh she's like looking at her arm and not the bullet and i'm like this makes no sense how can you block a thing that you're not even looking at that's like her power though well did you notice (laughs) and at the end they they tom berenger is standing next to one of his merc pals they shoot that guy and tom berenger catches the bullet with the stock of his gun yes oh no I missed that. What? He's just like, like there's what? a sniper in the tree, and he sees the dot, and then you hear the oh. gunshot, and, and he 
picks the gun up and like blocks the bullet. Yeah, I like did. Wonder see. Woman blocking a bullet yeah. with her armband. Yeah. Movie logic. Dude flick. Yeah. You know, I think you're right because this falls in the category of uh, die hard for me. It felt very oh. die hardy. Oh, don't no. you dare. This wanted to be lethal weapon so fucking bad. No, it wanted I to be A team. I, I saw more die hard in it than because it's like just this. I, I think the reason why I felt die hard is because it's like the idea i'm not saying that it's as good as die hard so calm down nick i'm saying that it just reminds me of it because die hard is like the whole premise is there's this big shootout at this like weird location this christmas party in this office building and this felt the same like they were trying to do the same thing like let's have a shootout at a school where it's a weird location in the list of action movies that that we've watched as, as a group uh, I could see how you would think it's Die Hard, but this is really a lot more into like the Steven Seagal era of yeah. just ridiculous single man taking on an army action. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely we should got add some Seagal. Steven Seagal movies yeah. to this to the list. Thus, the like shurikens and shit. Oh my god, he picked up a handful of shurikens out of a barrel of shurikens <laughs> in his house. He had a barrel of shurikens. <laughs> like he, he's like. I'll only need this many. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's 15-year-old boy movie. Yeah. When when I'm a grown-up, I'm going to be a mercenary. I'm going to have a barrel of shrukins, and <laughs> I'm going to punch guy so hard his nose bone goes into his brain. <laughs> okay, wait, guys. I'm going to take over the whole school, and I'm going to shoot the bullies. <laughs> Not dude flick. Dick flick. Dick flick. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. It's so good. I think that means something different in Ireland. <laughs> That's right. It's like, wait, that came out and I suddenly recognize it as something weird and sexual. Why? Do you guys have a subscription to Dick Flicks? <laughs> oh my God. Wait, this could be a million dollar idea, guys. Oh no. All right, Ash, we'll brainstorm tomorrow. Yeah. Dick Flick. I like it, Sam. I'm <laughs> I like it. It's so stupid. It's so good. Okay. I want you to make me a promise right here and now. Oh, no. When you start making dick flicks, you will not call Tom Berenger. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just creepy. We want to make good dick flicks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Oh man, I really want to do this now. <laughs> just make a movie making fun of dick flicks, but name it dick flicks. Wait, just so I'm clear. Are we <laughs> We're not talking about porn. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, I feel, I feel like blinking in, uh, yeah. in, in Robin. Question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this may have been the worst movie ever, but. I think it's been the best podcast we've oh, had in a it's while. It's not the worst movie ever. It is the worst movie we've watched for this podcast. Really? Because I think, what was the horrible one with the shitty little robots? Batteries oh. Not oh. Included. Batteries Not Included I was I hated awful. that one. I had a lot more fun <laughs> watching this so than I did with Batteries Not Included. I fell asleep God. during Batteries Not Included, and I caught myself not once, not twice, but three times, like, Literally biting my nails. I'm like, this is stupid. I can't believe that I'm actually like worried about what's going to happen. 
I wanted to come back on this half of the the show and like talk about all of the things that were that were wrong in like an intelligent way, but just like <laughs> partway through the movie, it was just like, but everything's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was Everything. kind of hoping and looking forward to coming back and saying how great the movie was, like being really surprised by how fantastic it was. That that did not happen. No, it was terrible, but I enjoyed it for some reason. This is a movie I never want to watch again by myself. Yeah. True. Oh, true. Yeah. But the group dynamic it just it just added a little something magical. <laughs> totally. So like Bryce, the magic of his lips. When Bryce was searching <laughs> that cast. Oh, God. <laughs> Those weird James uh, Wood lips. Oh my god, in the shorts. Okay. The Hulk he, pants, right? Yeah, he That's was wearing the, the shorts pants. that the Hulk is wearing when he hulks out. <laughs> and he like well, wore he them all the way out. up to his belly button. And then she too. was like wearing a nice dress and he's yeah. just like, You look at me, I'm wearing the Hulk shorts. <sighs> he like slithered up her like a little oh, <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Tom Berenger, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Tom Berenger speaks parcel tongue. <laughs> <laughs> she got <laughs> Want to see my he who must not be named? <laughs> this is this is the. <laughs> so when we were searching for the movie, <laughs> Bryce stumbled across the substitute two. Oh my god! There's no. a substitute one. I forgot. Which has a rating of zero. Zero percent. Yes. <laughs> what? Like, How does no, it have zero? Nobody, nobody liked it. Not even a little bit. I kind of really, really <laughs> want to watch that movie. Does this really? one have like a rating in like the 70s? It was the 40s where we saw it. Where'd you look? Uh, the iTunes store. Oh, I, it's Rotten Tomatoes has this at like 70. Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, Wait, did you look at the audience score? I don't know. I, yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Before Before I seriously committed us to this, I wanted to make sure it wasn't a zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was entertained. <laughs> I was definitely entertained. Are you not entertained? <laughs> yeah, I really hate to say it, but I was also entertained. Wow. I, it's Fr- ah. Brett's dying because I wanted to hate this so bad. And Brett said that as soon as he started the movie. He's like, you want to hate this? I'm like, shut up. No, I don't. <laughs> and I like watching it i wouldn't say i liked the movie but it was actually kind of fun to watch nick are, are you the only one that actually hated this i think you all hate i mean it. it's a bad movie. it's a bad Let's movie it is. it's bad but it was but it's like it's good bad yeah and ugly <laughs> <laughs> yeah was that so ugly it was that just, not good bad like, i wouldn't go that far everybody in the movie is like pretty ugly except for man bun <laughs> Like everyone is just hideous. I don't know. Sorry, sorry, Gooseman. So okay, I just a fun a fun fact. The guy that played the evil student that got shot to death. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, is, that was is that the singer Mark Anthony? Mark Mark Anthony and it's the singer. Wait, is it the singer? I don't know if they're the same person or not. We have to find out. Because I've literally never listened to 
that music. Yeah, we um, saw the name, but I didn't know if it was the same. Oh, it is. It's the singer. I see him older. Yeah, there he is with J Lo. What? Yeah, okay. I can't oh. believe that's the singer. That that wow. is so weird. That that was probably meant to be his big acting debut yeah, to no, launch his acting career. Didn't happen. Yeah. How old was um, he when it came out? So that you said thirty, this, right? <laughs> no, I was just guessing. I. What does it say? He's nineteen sixty-eight, and this was ninety-six. He was like twenty-eight. Oh, oh. almost. Damn. Okay. He looked so, good for twenty-eight. Yeah. yeah. This was his. He, this was his sixth movie, guys. His oh. first one was East Side Story. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but then Carlito's Way. Oh. Uh, and then some other ones I don't know. And then this one. And then nothing of, of note. He was in Man on Fire. Really? So what did you guys uh. think of this movie? <laughs> did, did, it, did it live up to your expectations? <laughs> <laughs> I know why this was a movie we watched. Because uh, you've made us, you fucking moron. <laughs> 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 no, not, so not we is in this group, uh, my family. Oh. Um, because. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well. It's not all about you, Nick. But, but, but next time we have like a bet for something, having Nick watch this movie again has to be the thing that's up for the bed. That's, well, oh. that's the stakes you understand for you. It's, no, not, the it's second not like one. incarceration <laughs> for a crime. It's it's simply a bet I would not take. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was I was thinking like watching this, I'm like I don't know if I would have like looked for this movie because it doesn't meet any of my standards for a movie I would normally enjoy. Or anyone's. Uh yeah, ex- <laughs> except my dad loves this shit. Oh man. <laughs> Any kind of cornball action nonsense. And this is the definition of cornball action. Yeah. So he's all into Steven Seagal. Um, I don't know if the Seagal stuff, but he def- we definitely had a bunch of Arnold movies and my anything. My dad's into Seagal. Bad. Your dad's a Seagal Seagal guy. Seagal. Yeah, did you hear how Steven Seagal is like a Russian citizen now? Apparently, he's like bros with Vladimir Putin. Weird. Yeah. Anyway, the more you know. <laughs> they work out together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fight bears together. <laughs> Teach me your ways, Seagal. <laughs> All right. What about Overall, you, terrible movie, pretty racist, kind of sexist. Know. I don't know that the race, I don't think it was very racist. Yeah. Uh, it, it Brett was right. It was racist in terms of stereotypes. I sure. think. Yeah. And like the white savior thing is kind of like the, the sticking savior. point. Like yeah. yeah. And they handled the rest of it as well as they could have. <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. It, all that aside, and the plot was terrible and everything. But for some stupid unknown reason, I actually enjoyed watching it, and I don't understand, and I feel slightly guilty about that. <laughs> welcome, welcome to <laughs> to the Brett enjoyment zone. Oh gosh, but it's happened. Most I don't know why I enjoy most of the things. I'm I so scared for like the longer that we're married, we're just gonna like morph into the same person. It's gonna be horrible. <laughs> the day you wake up with a beard, Sam. Oh God, <laughs> don't <even> know. <laughs> I just, I really, I. You okay over there? <laughs> what, 
what what I want to see, and this might be lost on the audience. You, you, our audience doesn't really know Zach, although Zach was a guest on a few episodes. <laughs> oh my god! Oh so, yeah. But I don't know if they've got a full impression of his personality. But I just want to see his reaction to this movie. <laughs> oh, Zach hates we all things. Missed we need to opportunity. Drag him into this. We a- missed that opportunity. He hates so all bad. things except apparently Frozen. <laughs> he likes musicals. Yeah, he does like musicals. He's the he's the anti Ash. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so uh it's pretty rough pretty hard pass for you huh? <laughs> pretty rough <laughs> that's it it's pretty rough <laughs> it just it seemed like like a like a fever dream like like it started to approach a coherence and and fell apart you know yeah <laughs> it's like somebody like yeah, the, the the whole movie is defined to me by he's gold blooming. He's yeah. gold blooming. <laughs> when that whole thing where William Forsyth is like a traitor, but then he's not a traitor. He was just having giggles, like <laughs> like giggles. like he's he's just goofing on Tom Berenger by letting the bad guy kick his ass, like. Somebody thought about these ideas and like this would be cool, but this person was like, like in 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 the hospital for pneumonia when when they were drawing these story <laughs> connections. Like, I kind of understand where you're going with this, but it's not a coherent thought. You uh, uh thought <laughs> yeah. you could, but uh. yeah, they 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 didn't stop to think if they should. <laughs> I mean. From from the plot to just f- scene to by scene, not. shot by shot, nothing was coherent in this film. Yeah, absolutely nothing. Was, I, <laughs> it was honestly that was uh, one of the funniest movies I've seen in a while. This is what I'm saying. It's just, Put Adam Sandler in there, yeah, and it's the hilarious. next Netflix hit. It's. Uh, yeah, it was pretty weird. Pretty, pretty weird. I would love, I would love to, to just sit people down without any explanation and watch them watch this film. I think that would be fun. Here's the thing that I have the most difficult time grasping. You know, there, there's people in political elections, and they're like, I can't comprehend why this person would ever vote for this candidate. I can't understand the mindset behind why anybody would would vote for this person. And I'm imagining a scenario where somebody handed a screenplay <laughs> called The Substitute to Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger sat down and read this screenplay, and he said, yes. <laughs> like, what what has to happen in somebody's brain? For them to say yes to that screenplay, money. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. It couldn't have been a lot. No, it probably didn't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> Behringer was hungry. Yeah, he was so hungry and so cold. It's so obvious that he's trying to, you know, be the next Steven Seagal. That we well, you know there's two or three uh, substitute movies. There's three sniper movies. So there's I, three subs. There's three. I, I thought you said there was two. We there's saw three. two. I have to double check. I don't know if there's a third. I definitely yeah. saw three sniper movies. Oh. I didn't see them, but I saw them listed. 
I I want to I want to find substitute two. The substitute for the substitute. We'll have to have a substitute two <laughs> party. Just does he just like is he just walking? He's like I'm the substitute. <clears throat> I'm a little sick. I'm gonna leave. And then does he come back in in another disguise? And he's like I'm the substitute for the substitute. <laughs> How does this movie play out? They'll, they'll just have another weird jogging montage where yeah. like, they play some fucking weird ass music and then she'll be like, oh, my other kneecap. And then <laughs> that's all it'll leave. I'm telling you, watch the film. He hits her in the right kneecap. She falls down clutching her right knee. And then for the rest of the film has a cast on her left leg. It makes no sense. Yeah, weird. All right. Here's what doesn't make sense. There are not not two, not three. Oh, no. no. There are four substitute movies. Oh, Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, here's where things get weird. (laughs) Tom Berenger is not in the other three movies. What? It seems that he's been replaced by Treat Williams. Who's Who's that? that? You'll recognize him. He's... I would say Behringer level. Oh man, the substitute two schools. Oh out. my god! What else oh. was he in? Is he the same? He's not the same character. Well, no, he's the substitute for the substitute. That's why Tom Behringer is in. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Substitute, substitute. The yeah. poster is the same as the poster for the first movie. Yes, you didn't know it's that. It's the same poster. Yes, god. you're fucking up all your Google. Google's so going to be right like, now. so you're interested in the substitute. <laughs> substitute. So you're really into Treat Williams, Would you Williams, like huh? to see the other one? It is the same poster. Oh, my God. The Substitute 3, Winter Takes All. <laughs> A winner takes all. I'm sorry. Oh. Winter, winter would have been winter great. Winter takes though. all, yeah. <laughs> Which has an even worse cover. And there's one that doesn't even have a number. It's just called The Substitute Failure is Not an Option. The Substitute, go fuck yourself. The end. <laughs> substitute five. You got to use the line from the movie, the substitute. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, man. Did you notice that Ernie Hudson has this wooden paddle in his office? Oh, my God. Ready yes. to be punched in half to illustrate a point to whoever might ask him about his gold watch. Yo, but he said that he only gets one of those a year. Exactly. He uses it every year. So he broke that shit. That game's over anyway. The first time I saw it, I was like, why do you have this spank paddle hanging on your wall? (laughs) This is so weird. But then it got even weirder. Uh That's how he takes his cocaine. Yeah. He cuts it on. On the paddle. And he was like, I can punch this wood in half. And then Tom Berenger was like, well, I can Lebowski a kid in the head with a soda can. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was pretty awesome, though. Uh, All right, we're done with back? this podcast. Yeah, Bryce, Bryce, here, Bryce, what did you think of the substitute? Oh, no, he has cookie in his mouth. Hold, hold please. Come on, Bryce. He's chewy. Uh, I mean, it was better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I, I went in with such low expectations. I was really not looking forward to this. Uh, I like, like Ash said, I laughed. I had fun. It made absolutely no sense. It was ridiculous, but... I think we've watched worse things on this podcast. We've definitely watched things that I wanted to not be in the room much more passionately for than this one. <laughs> I, I, I I found myself enjoying this one, so I'm not saying it's a good movie. Yeah, but it was it was enjoyable. 
Don't worry, Nick. We'll watch that Tickle movie. <laughs> I need Tom Berenger's head on a pike. <laughs> <laughs> Doing duck face. Have, like, like five minutes of outtakes of you just saying shitty things about this movie. <laughs> I, I hope you know your hatred of this movie only makes us happier. Yeah, it, it makes it more enjoyable. <laughs> flames. Flames on the side of my face. <laughs> If you like the show, this is part of the Laugh Stash TV network of content. We have this podcast and a YouTube channel where there's video game parodies and a drinking show and a cooking show and other things. (laughs) Yeah, so please check us out on um, YouTube. And that's our channel name is Laugh Stash TV. You can also follow us on Twitter at Laugh Stash TV. And you can follow this podcast at Let's Rewatch. And please send us tweets about uh, movies that you'd suggest. Somebody just recently suggested The Karate Kid, which, yes, so much yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And uh, (laughs) hopefully Nick will feel better about that one. Nobody guessed. By the way, I always tweet a picture of the movie we're watching, and nobody guessed this one. Um, Nobody knew that this was the substitute. I tweeted the horrible jogging picture, too. But, oh, well. Nobody got it. Next time, Nobody guys. That, that's time. probably your win, listeners. I know. It probably means y'all have better taste in music. I mean, movies. Music, too. But, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And uh, also feel free to email us. And we're let's rewatch at gmail.com if you have other stuff you want to say. Yeah. If you have stuff you'd like to say about our podcast, good or bad, preferably good, wink. Please review us on either iTunes or Stitcher. Or or if you have uh, other dick flick or movie Google plots, Play, damn it. Or Google Play, yeah. But if you have other dick flick movie plots you want to send our way, please. Yep. Please not the porn no titles. Porn. No porn. All right. So we'll be doing this every two weeks. And we guarantee that every single movie that we watch from here into infinity will be better than the one we watched this week. So make sure (laughs) your uh, subscriptions are up to date and join us in another two weeks for Let's Rewatch. Yeah, all right. Next time we're going to be watching Avenging Disco Godfather. Thank God. (laughs) Thank God.